Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Janice Tunnell, for today, Sunday, February 19th. Thank you guys for tuning in. I hope you've had a great weekend. Um, We are happy and excited to talk with Ms. Gloria Williams tonight. Um, Just want to remind everyone, if you have a comment or question for us or for our guests, please give us a call at 914-803-4399. Again, that number is 914-803-4399. You could also... Send us a message at beautygirlsmedia at gmail.com, or you could tweet your question as well. I think Denise will be out on Twitter, and we're beauty underscore talk on Twitter. All right, so now I'm going to turn it over to Miss Denise so that she can greet you guys as well. Good evening, good evening, everyone. Welcome to Beauty Talks, and uh, welcome to the Beauty News segment. And, yes, I will be out on Twitter for those of you who want to tweet us your questions or comments or just hang out and talk about the show. Um, We will be using the hashtag BeautyTalk. And real quickly, um, a special offer for members of uh, the Powder Group. The Powder Group and On Makeup Magazine are pleased to once again offer uh, the Powder Group Pro members a very special opportunity to submit their work. (coughs) Excuse me to submit their work for inclusion in On Makeup Magazine's print and digital versions. Uh, submissions of four to five pages for beauty or creative makeup stories will be accepted. Story submissions must be complete, retouched, and have both photographer and model rights of publication signed off on before submission. Only stories that include between four and five pages will be considered. Only beauty or creative makeup focused stories will be considered and creative stories may include effects. Photographer contact information and permission to publish must be included with the entry. Uh, On Makeup Magazine may edit the story to no fewer than three images. There are no submission fees or purchase necessary. Submissions will be reviewed by On Makeup Magazine production team, and member story may be chosen to be included in the spring 2023 issue. Multiple submissions may be made by a single artist, Submissions must be print ready at the time of submission according to the specs outlined um, by the powder group. Members who have been previously published with the last, well, within the last two years as part of this program are not eligible for publication as part of this opportunity. Submissions must be received by February 25th, uh, 2023. You can submit your stories to members at thepowdergroup.com. 
And if you have any questions about submissions, you can contact uh, Michael Gazellis at the Powder Group, and he's Michael at thepowdergroup.com. And again, submissions may be um, submitted to members at thepowdergroup.com. If you have any more questions besides um, contacting Michael about this, you can also go to thepowdergroup.com for more information. All right, sounds good. We're not going to keep her long. We're just going to jump right on the line with Ms. Gloria Williams, a.k.a. the Foot Nanny. Hear me? Hi, Gloria. Welcome can to the show. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear um, you. How thank are you? you? This is exciting. Oh, my God, it's been years. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's been so long since we've talked to you, since we've seen you. You've been oh doing a lot. We want to hear all about it. But first, why don't we slow down and go back a little bit, and why don't you just introduce yourself to our listening audience and tell us a little bit about your story, how you got started. Well, my name is Gloria L. Williams. I'm the uh, owner of Foot Nanny. I'm founder and owner of Foot Nanny Products, and I just um, started a second line of products by the name of Body Nanny, and um, I own both names. I chose to separate them in, in legality-wise because uh, they, they, have, they serve two different purposes. With the same mm-hmm. goal, wellness. I, with the same goal, which is wellness. I started uh, nails, ooh, almost 30 years ago. It's been a long time. And um, <laughs> I kind of catapulted into the beauty industry when I started deeper, when I started, um, I should say, at the next level, when I started working mm-hmm. for, uh, as a freelancer for Harpo Studios. I worked one day a week, and uh, I did services on all the staff, and, and, and also I started doing um, services on Miss Winfrey, and it just went from there to me becoming the foot nanny. I came up with the name. She tweeted the name in 2012 told everybody, oh, my God, I love this name. And I built my brand off the feedback from all the customers that that were listening and uh, her people, the people that loved her. And what the thing back then was when she did a tweet, it was more from email blast responses. Twitter, yes, but the emails were all pre- pretty much, I would say, 90% were at Yahoo.com. Mm-hmm. So I, I knew exactly who my customer base was right off the bat with that tweet. And so I right. read through the emails. I still do now. And just kind of, it gave me the strategy and the, and the thought, know-how to position myself as a foot care product line. So throughout mm-hmm. the years, I've been a favorite, uh, an Oprah favorite thing for nine years in a row, which, you know, I'm glad I wasn't a favorite thing when it was on um, the Oprah show because I think I would have just passed out. The demand would have been way more than I could handle. Right. And now the demand is still big, but it's not like it was when uh, the Oprah show existed because back at that time you needed 250,000 units before that segment would even air. So I mm-hmm. thank God I wasn't in that. But I'm grateful because this demand is still big, especially for a small business owner. Um, and that's pretty much how I did. I did nails at the same time as well as the products. Um, but now for the last, I would say, seven years, I was 100% product, well, 99% product because 1% was 
was servicing her and maybe a few other people here and there. And um, I decided, you know, right before COVID hit, it was it was time to get back into service. And, uh, of course, that happened and it all paused. So that's pretty much where I want to start, where we can start. Okay. So let me back up for a second. So mm-hmm. when I met you, and you can correct me mm-hmm. if I'm wrong, but when, back when I met you, you were service and product, right? You're kind of yes, just, but not as much. Yeah, but not as much product. I just tippy toe right. had just started. Right. Yes, exactly. But more you were just kind of introducing yes. it. Yeah, right. And so yes. what you're saying to me now is that seven year, the last seven years, you were doing seventy percent product. 90. You know, with the you know, of course, servicing Oprah and a few 90, other clients here and there. Ninety. No, ninety nine percent. Oh, ninety nine. Wow. Yeah. Wow. No, because no, what well, led? No, I was going to say what led to to pretty much being all product. Was it, you know, being on Oprah's favorite favorite list or a, a combination of a, thing, a few things? I think it was more um, living in California. I didn't have a large clientele, you know, like I did when okay. I was in Illinois. When I was in Illinois, I was doing nails almost seven days a week from 9 a.m. to midnight. It was a, it was, I was on a grind, a different grind, because most of the things I ordered for my products were coming from California. So when I mm-hmm. came here, it was almost like a clean slate. And it was so uh, inviting to start a small business, um, way easier than to start one in Illinois, if, if I could. I don't, want to, I don't want to take up too much time with that, but it was just more, it was more inviting in California right. to have a small business. One was the weather. You know, you didn't have to worry about a lot of bad weather to slow you down, and you can just keep grinding, you know. And then um, it was welcoming. The small business community was uh, a lot more welcoming and easier to uh, to navigate, you know what I mean? And it was um, – mm-hmm. it just was – and then reward-wise, I'm a manufacturer as well as a product retailer. So most mm-hmm. people – are product retailers, they don't manufacture. So to get your cost to the right level, to get your cost at the right level, it's great to be a manufacturer as well as a retailer. If you can do at least 50% of your manufacturing, you would do better with your cost. And I'm made in USA, and I'm 100% made in Southern California. Gotcha. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Now, are those some of the factors that brought you to California, the fact that, you know, a lot of the, the things that you were ordering was from California, the weather was nicer, mm-hmm. um, were those some of the things that led you to California? What made you leave Illinois? Yeah, because one thing was when the show ended, um, I did have clients, of course, out in the suburbs and, I, uh, and the city, you know, so I still had clients. But it wasn't as comfortable it was as it was prior to me even going to the show because I was in the suburbs at first and I had everybody right there. My commute was easy. I had solid book clients and you know all that. But then when you go down to the city and you start working in in, in production, it can it, it can change up. You know your schedule can be a little different. And I moved from the suburbs, so when the show mm-hmm. ended and everybody was coming this way, I'm like, well, I'm going to. I want to be in the sun. I want to feel good. I want to run my business. I want to keep doing Miss Winfrey. So I'm not crazy. I'm like, I'm out of here. 
So I just, right. I just, you know, moved to California. Everybody thought I was going on vacation, but I was actually moving. Well, I'm sure she loved I didn't the hear, fact I didn't that you were moving. Huh? Yeah, yeah, but I moved, but I, I moved, but I didn't move a hundred percent to do her. I went, I moved uh, partly to do her services, but the other part was I had to live my purpose, and my purpose was to be the foot nanny and help people take care of their feet. That was number mm-hmm. one. So. Right. Well, let me ask you. Um, what's and I know it's important, but I'm just asking it this way. What's the importance of taking care of your Well, let's put it like this. When you're younger, it's best to really pay attention to what you're doing your, to your feet. For example, wearing high heels for a long time uh, for women, mm-hmm. men wearing um, flip-flops a lot because, you know, a lot of guys wear flip-flops, flats, you know, um, not buying quality shoes. You know, back in the day when I was a little kid, that Buster Brown was the big thing. Let's buy the kids mm-hmm. some really good shoes. And even though it might have been one pair or two pairs out of a year, you still had a really good quality shoe that lasts you for a long time. And so as right. you age, you tend to you tend to pivot from that. Some people do, but some people keep on with keep going with the quality shoe because as you age, your feet change. And if you don't take care of your feet, as you go, it, they'll just get worse. And one thing what a lot of people are shocked to know is that we actually inherit our parents' feet. We can. Some people say, I, I'm telling you, when I service them, they go, I have my father's feet. Or I have my mother's feet. <laughs> or I have my grandfather's feet. Where does this money come from? Is that hereditary? Yes, it can be. So being a pedicure therapist or a pedicurist, um, it depends on what level you want to take yourself to. I tried to pull myself out of the uh, millions of pedicures and pull up to pedicure therapists because I did a lot of training and studying about foot care. And so mm-hmm. it's very important for you to make sure that your feet feel as, as good as possible because when your feet hurt, everything hurts. When your feet mm-hmm. feel great, your everything feels great. You know how you soak your feet in nice, warm, fuzzy water? You just go, oh. That's the mm-hmm. that's what you want. Mm-hmm. Wow! And, and, and the nerve the nerve endings in your feet control a lot of parts of your body, and that's where reflexology comes in. Right. Now, is that mm-hmm. a service that you also offer? Yes, it's included in. If you get a foot, if you get a spa pedicure or a foot nanny experience, you still get uh, reflexology in both. You get more in the experience. Then you do in the spa pedicure, you get 10 minutes mm-hmm. in the spa pedicure, but you get 2,000 strokes in the experience because it's 90 minutes versus one hour. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. So a pedicure therapist goes a little further than just a pedicurist. Yeah, and we care. You know, there's a lot of ladies that or men that might call themselves a pedicure therapist, feel like they're a pedicure therapist because we don't just care about, oh, come on, sit down, you know, choose a color, what you want to get and sit down. It's more about, I care about my client's lifestyle and what's actually happening. So I feel comfortable doing a one-on-one setting, which most people don't. I understand that most people look at me and they come to my service um, in, in my spa and they want it to be, can me and my friend come? 
I love that, but that's not what this is. When I, what yes. I am is a, per, a person that gets you together. Now, you may go to another salon, little mm-hmm. nail shop with your friend. That's okay. Do that. But mm-hmm. for me, I'm there for the person that really needs foot care, really needs to be um, distressed. It's not about callus, bad calluses all the time. It's I have people that have lupus. I have clients that have um, plantar fasciitis. I have people that have stress in their feet and legs, uh, mild inflammation. Some have mm-hmm. uh, severe inflammation. I talk to them about going to see their podiatrist. I'm not a I'm not a doctor. I'm in between mm-hmm. that pedicure and that doctor. I'm the one that says, hey, I'm not a – some people want me to be this medical pedicurist. That ain't me. That's not me. Mm-hmm. I'm trying mm-hmm. to be the bridge of wellness and let you know you need to see your, your podiatrist and, and you need to get the, the, the medical treatment that you deserve. Don't ignore things because you feel like I'm just going to go get a pedicure and nobody tells you about it. Um, I can identify, yes, if you have foot problems. Um, I also have a foot scanner that helps me do that as well. But important for someone to really take good care of their feet and make sure, um, you know, they're, they're listening to their body and their feet. I'll tell you about that mm-hmm. later, but it's a signal that your well, feet give you. Well, let me let me ask you this: for those of us mm-hmm. who work in the beauty in the beauty profession, and we, mm-hmm. um, you know, we stand a lot. Um, mm-hmm. Which I know that we need to have proper shoes and and that kind of thing. But mm-hmm. what should what should we be doing to I guess to, to care for our feet or to care for aching feet? I think one thing you should you should really think about is purchasing orthotics. Now, podiatrists, your podiatrist will take your measurements and and uh, provide a custom fit for you to wear. Now, I've had people that say, "Oh, it feels so uncomfortable." My podiatrist did give me those. It feels so uncomfortable, and um, they and I said, "Well, it's okay if it feels uncomfortable because it's the first time you wore them. Don't give up." If it continues to feel uncomfortable after maybe like four or five times you wear them, I think you should go back to the podiatrist and let them know or call them and let them know my, my orthotics need some type of adjustment because it's not feeling comfortable. I, I carry at Foot Nanny, Rodeo, I carry a line of orthotics uh, by a company called Atrix. I partner with them. But what it is is that, you can only you, it does a foot scan and it tells you about your feet. So if I tell someone, oh look, you're standing more on your right side of your feet, you put more pressure over there, they'll go. That makes sense because I have plantar fasciitis on my left foot, which means I favor my right. If you're standing all the time, you really need a great quality pair of shoes. You need uh, if if that doesn't feel comfortable enough, you need to add some type of orthotic insert to your shoe. Another thing you should do is when you get home at night, which I stand, I used to stand on my feet more than I do now because I'm sitting doing service more. Um, mm-hmm. But if you're standing a lot, you should get home and you should really, if you take a shower or a bath, however you prefer to wind down, you need to elevate your feet for at least an hour, 30 minutes if you can, but at least an hour um, just to kind of, you know, let everything kind of calm down before you go to bed. Sometimes you might just go right to bed. That's fine too, but you really need to elevate your legs, elevate your feet, give your legs and your feet a nice rub down before you go to bed. 
with some type of right. with some type of mentholated or uh, ointment cream, but mm-hmm. any cream of course, eucalyptus, <laughs> peppermint, lavender, any essential oil uh, base that has an anti-inflammatory uh, component. Essential oils are not a cure-all for someone who has um, inflammation or severe inflammation. If you're having severe inflammation and retaining a lot of water, that's something you really need to talk, talk to your doctor about. Now, I say that real easy, like talk to your doctor about it, but a lot of people may not, you know, pretty much have, you know, a specific doctor to help them with that. But you really, if you see it can continuing, you really need to get somebody, uh, some, a medical professional to tell you something more because you should not be retaining water like that. Mm-hmm. And when I say retaining water, I mean inflammation. And where there's inflammation, there's a retention of water. And then all of a sudden you have this pain and this discomfort. So I could, I could take my treatment only so far. I don't ask medical questions like, are you diabetic? Do you have high blood pressure? I treat everybody as if they do because most people may not even go to the doctor. They don't even know. So I treat them mm-hmm. as if they do when I'm servicing them. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Wow. Do you ever was that good? Do you have that was good. <laughs> do you have <laughs> do you have a lot of like athletes as clients? I'm starting to get more now. Um mm-hmm. I'm pretty much I'm getting more what I get now is I knew being in LA, this is what I knew for mm-hmm. sure. I knew mm-hmm. being in L.A., listening to all my friends who are on Glam Squad, who are not on Glam Squad, who are just in production, who, who mm-hmm. are the agents, who are the managers, who are all the people that keep the celebrities or the um, uh, production houses running, I knew that that was going to be most of my clients. And those are the people gotcha. that are the most exhausted. They get paid well. They get paid enough that they can come and get a service like mine and get that one-on-one treatment that they deserve. And so what happens is I end up getting um, not just one family member. I'm starting to get the entire family. It's something real crazy Mm. going on right now. It's like I service a a husband. Now, a wife, for some reason, women are sending the men first. I don't ask my clients what they do for a living. I I feel Mm -hmm. like that's extremely private. And that's on them because of the address I have on Rodale Drive. I think it's very important to understand people love privacy. And so I don't Mm -hmm. say, so what do you do? No. Even though that's a big thing in L.A. to ask somebody what do they do, I don't ask them that. I just know that they paid a premium price to come and see me, and they waited on on my books, or they tried to find an appointment, and they finally got in, and they're really in need of a foot nanny uh, service. And I just, mm-hmm. I'm just getting a husband, and then a husband tells the wife, or they'll say, I, I'm going to send my wife, or because the wife sent him first. It's really interesting. Then I get the wife, and then she'll say, I'm sending my husband, I'm sending my son. It's like this thing, this chain reaction. And I get a variety of nationalities. It's not just um, African-American, you know, uh, customers, because I'm African-American. It's just that I'm getting, or or the address be Rodale, somebody think it's somebody that's wealthy or whatever, however you think, I'm getting the people that need foot care. Mm-hmm. I'm getting them. 
And it's and it's something that I learned that when you service one person, how do you get all of their people that they know? You have to focus on the service and not on the money. Yes, it's a premium price, but when I'm doing providing a service, mm-hmm. I'm focused on the problem and helping them with the problem. And it naturally happens. It's just this, this thing that happens that people are sending everybody to their whole family. Right. I have several people that do husband, wife. I have about um, five families that I provide services for. Uh, I don't have a lot of time for a house call, but um, th- that's at a, like an extra premium price, you know. So if somebody mm-hmm. did ask for that, um, I can't walk into just a strange house. But I do have a certain level of, uh, how do I say, security clearance uh, that mm-hmm. I have to have to go into certain houses. So it's in the reverse. Right. Instead of me, me, instead of me being going into a strange house, it's me, the stranger, going into a well-known right. person's house. It's the reverse. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I signed NBA. Maybe I, I – go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. Finish. No, I'm just saying some, when I go in, I do sign sometimes NDAs to certain uh, clients' homes because, you know, it's private. So I mm-hmm. understand I'm just going in, I'm doing the foot nanny thing, and I'm leaving with a reaction like, what was that? That's what I want them to say. What was yeah. that? Yeah. Right. <laughs> and how come I haven't been getting that all along? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that that part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let me ask let me ask you this. Let me ask mm-hmm. you this. When did when did you know that your services were something special? Like what you offered, you know, not not just the not you know, not just being a a pedicure, but when did you know it was like something special, like something else, something more than just a pedicure? Well, sometimes you have to understand everybody I service doesn't have a lot of time. You know, a lot of a lot of times in the past I would have maybe 30 minutes or maybe 45 minutes because it was, especially at the show when I worked there, it was like everything was in a rush because a lot of people were in between work. And I think when I started servicing um, Oprah, and I would say Miss Winfrey, Oprah, I, said, well, I call her Miss Winfrey. When I started servicing her and she gave me the time years ago when I was at the show, I knew based on what she, what she would react to, I knew I had something special. But the, understand, a lot of people didn't give me that time. And then after her, I went to Barrington, Illinois. I started service to housewives. They had plenty of time, too. So they told me, you have something special. When I knew people would cry in my chair, like I had people that would cry. I had a lady um, the other day that came in for service, and I, I study energy as well. I, I don't really want to freak people out of all the things I've studied, but I've studied energy as well. So when I get someone that comes in and it's like this, this nothing, I'm not getting nothing. I'm not feeling nothing. I can't just service you and you, I mean, you can go to sleep, but I'm trying to feel what's going on. You're here for a reason. I want to help you. So please help me help you. That's what I want to say. So she was real guarded and uh, apparently, um, she had she had just got fired. I mean, not even fired, but she had just got told she didn't get the job that she had flew into L.A. to get. And she was devastated, but she didn't show it. And once I started working on you and started doing the reflexology portion of the service throughout, when that starts, 
all of a sudden I, I stimulate emotions. And she just started talking a little bit, and I gave her some some motivation, some inspirational words. And she told me she had cried in the car, and she's really happy that she said something to me because now she feels much better. I've had people come in, and they start crying. One lady said she lost her mom, her dad, her stepdad, all the COVID. You know, you have now we're dealing with some real crazy stuff, and now my my talent now is really showing that serve and help people is my 100% focus. It's like I, I, it's meant to be. You never know. I mean, I got someone one day that dog that, and they just start crying. I'm like, oh, my God. And so I, t- and I think because it's private, it's one-on-one, me and that person, they feel comfortable sharing that emotion at that moment. So I knew back back then, years ago, back in 2012, 2011-ish in there, that I had something real special. But I had to put some things on hold until I got the product strong enough um, to where I can pivot back over to service. Wow. Mm-hmm. Now, now, you said um, for seven years you were working um, just mainly with product. I remember mm-hmm. and I don't I don't remember the name of it, but I remember seeing you on a show. <laughs> um and I believe there was a forgive me for not knowing the name and the, the woman's name, but there was a woman who was helping different business owners. And I remember you being on some show Oh Mahisha. She, Mahisha, mind your business mm-hmm. on home. Yes, 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 yes. Mm-hmm. I remember you being mm-hmm. on that show, and it was something about, I think it was Macy's that you got your product in. Did, was, mm-hmm. was that the start? Was that the start of you being 99% product? No. I was okay. I was before that. It was happening. That was the first time I ever had set foot into retail. Mm-hmm. And that was a really scary moment. You know, I had no, I had no idea what to expect because what happens in retail, a lot of people that's in retail, they really don't tell you what's going on. They mm-hmm. just, I, I think they don't tell you out of uh, privacy or contracts they may have signed, and you have to read between the lines. But when I went to the Macy's training, I met other people that were there that were a little bit more advanced than me that had been into retail and they warned me of some things that I am truly grateful for today. What someone needs to understand is that retail is a a whole nother beast. And I call it a beast because there's a formula. There's a formula to it. There's a method to the whole situation. And as a small business owner, I say small, but a lot of small businesses are S-Corps and C-Corps. Um, and they mm-hmm. might be not as big as, as, as like a, a Facebook or Meta, but you're somewhere in the middle. But when it comes to mm-hmm. product and numbers, you've got to know your numbers, and you have to understand the game. You know, it's hard to admit what's actually happening or what you might think is happening, but there's a lot of companies now, without calling names, there's a lot of companies now <laughs> that have their own private label lines of products, and when you go into the stores, you're thinking you're buying, oh, I'm buying this brand. But when you dig deep, you find out that the store owns a lot of brands. And, and, mm-hmm. and it's like, yes, we're inviting you into the store, 
but you have to do something to drive the people to the store. So when I went into Macy's, I did pop-ups. I decided that I was going to do some pop-ups, and I was going to drive the business. I was going to drive the brand. I was going to retail the products by me being there, me the foot nanny, and I was right. I was 100% right. I paid for my flight. I paid for my hotel, my company, myself, and I went to different stores, and I was selling out. And I was actually faster getting to the store than the Macy's employees could take the products off the off the uh, truck. So there was sometimes mm. that I was at a, uh, at, a uh, at a location, and they didn't have the product. I was like, okay, well, we're just going to do it, and you all go to the register, and you all going to shop online. So you're going to buy it online, and it's going to be delivered to you. They were like, fine, we're good with that. And I still sold out of that product that was supposed to be at that store. I still hit my numbers. And, mm-hmm. and it still goes back, to, it goes back to old school. I think that now, I'm sorry to jump, but I think that now uh, moving forward, uh, we're going back into people are really wanting to go into the store and get some type of experience and not just walk into the store and see a product sitting on the shelf. They want to stretch right. their dollar to as much experiences they can have. They they really want that. So when they come to Foot Nanny, they have they get a Foot Nanny experience, you get a full size product with that. You don't you don't just get the experience, you get a full size eight ounce jar of Foot Nanny product with that service. If you get the spa pedicure, you get a, a foot buffer, a rescue buffer, or I may give you a product that I think that will work well with your 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 feet. It's not about me trying to take someone's all their money. It's about me to add value to their experience and to their money by giving right. them a product because I'm the manufacturer, I can do that, and mm-hmm. and just helping them in their wellness journey. That's what people want now. You know, it's, if it's not in store, they want it to arrive at the front door. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They want Absolutely. the experience as soon as they open the box. They want to get down with the get down, open the box. Okay, here we go. Scrub my feet. Let's do this. Scrub my body. Let's do that. So retail is definitely um, something that I, I advise all small business owners to be very careful with. I know it sounds good to say, oh, I'm in this store. I'm in Target. I know it sounds good to say you're there, but you really need to understand what you're walking into. Right. Because there's a lot more yeah. work than you probably think. Well, yeah, terms can change. You know, you can have terms that terms meaning um, the store agrees to pay you net 30 in 30 days after after the product is delivered. But in the contract, it could say, and we have the right to change the terms at at a moment's notice. So if you're if you're depending on that money coming from that order that you sent to them, and, and they decide, oh well. You know, we ain't gonna get. We won't be able to pay you in thirty days. We're gonna have to pay you in ninety days. You're done. I mean, if that's all you depend on. So, so many brands that have started out small and like, oh look, we're oh, we're in the store. They don't. A lot of them don't exist anymore, or they had to stop, revamp everything, and come back and be more independent with everything. So it's very. Right. It's a very. Yeah, so it was good that I was on that show and that Mahisha kind of walked me through it because Macy's was one of, to me, the best company to start with because they gave you training. They gave you training as a brand on how to do business with them. They didn't just throw you out there to the wolves. 
you know, so you went to a training, they said, and they gave you the numbers, and they told you what this is how it worked, gave you a whole workbook. It took like, I think it was like two or three days. I think it was like three days. It was good, though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So a good lot experience. Of, a, lot of, a lot of retail outlets don't, tra- don't give you the training? No, not like that. They may give you mm-hmm. um, email, read through this. You know, they might give you a video or two to read about it and that's that. But the times are changing so fast. It's like mm-hmm. it's like things are happening so fast that once you learn this is how it goes, next year or something else has changed. Because online shopping is becoming it's just becoming really it's a lot. It's a lot of moving mm-hmm. parts, a lot of components and that's why I pivoted to um, more doing more with Amazon because they're a delivery service. So the only way I could pivot into doing more spa was to find that partnership. And I already had the partnership with Amazon, but I, we were doing more of the fulfillment on our end. And now it's like, mm-hmm. you can't do that no more. Can't do it like that. The customers deserve to have their products faster. I have products that are in big demand. I also have to, um, you know, keep the lights on and keep everything rolling. So they deserve the best. They deserve, if they want to get their products tomorrow and they see it, that's it. But I can't, small businesses, it's hard for us to get it to them like that because Amazon has the tools to get it to them and to help you make it a more streamlined business. And every year it changes, but this year, it's even better because they have a platform where um, you can FBA. They have different platforms going on where FBA, they meaning fulfillment by Amazon, but someone will come to your website and shop your website, but then Amazon is your your fulfillment uh, person. Some people say, oh, well, isn't that taking jobs from people? Okay, let's explain that. <laughs> um, it's not because you still got to get it ready to send to them. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't work full-time in California. People love this. They love the weather. Girl, when it's 99 degrees outside, you're not going to get excited to be sitting up in no hot warehouse, <laughs> sitting there all day trying to pack up orders and read. Or, no. For me, it's a hard adjustment because I'm so close to the product. I'm so close mm-hmm. to the experience and the brand. I had to cut back a lot of SKUs. People ask, why did you have so many SKUs? Well, because when I was on Home Shopping Network on TV, they always wanted new new things, new exciting things for the viewer. I understand you want new exciting things, but then you end up end up accumulating all these different SKUs, and then you have this uh, this demand that's not as in, intense as your most popular ones. So at mm-hmm. some at some point, you have to cut the cord. And just say, I, 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 you know, I'm really sorry. I can't do that skew anymore. Now you can, which I do, bring the skew back, you know, like for a, a, a how do you say, a special occasion, you know, mm-hmm. oh Mother's Day, yes, Mother's Day, because my mama, sister, auntie, they love that, and grandma, but I can't have those skews on all the time. So I will bring them mm-hmm. back around Mother's Day, and then just, you know. Special special occasion, limited edition, and they're gone. And that's how you have to right. do it. Right. Mm-hmm. Smart. Now, let me ask you, in business, from when you first left um, Illinois and went to California and up mm-hmm. until now, 
Is there anything that you mm-hmm. would have done differently with your business? Yeah, and I'm doing it with Body Nanny. <laughs> oh, gotcha. I would have, I would have, I would, I said it over and over. If I knew how much work it was to have multiple colors and all the fun, and I guess the reason I created Foot Nanny packaging the way I did is because back then it was about being on the shelf. And every time I would talk to someone, they would say, oh, well, you know, if you're going to be on the shelf, you wanted to jump off the shelf, you know. You wanted to jump off the shelf, and you want people to see it when they know, when they come in, and you want them to be able to identify lavender with a purple label and, uh, you know, peppermint with pink. Yes. But as the time went by, that began to become very costly with the type of label, the color, the foil, the this, the that. Oh, my God. Yes, it was cute. I loved it. But now with Body Nanny, I said, if I had all over, do, do all over again, I would do a white label with black letters and call it a day. <laughs> That's what I did. Yeah. I, would I would have one unscented cream, one unscented scrub, and build the experience. Because what's happened with my customers is that when COVID hit, I could not convince them to soak their body in the foot salts. I'm like, that's crazy. Nobody's going to do that. And, yes, when you make salts for the feet, it's different than making salts for the body. Two different mm-hmm. things. Two different strengths. You know, you got to be very careful. When you're dealing with the feet, it's one thing. But when you're dealing with the body, it's another thing. You have people going to soak in a tub, and then they want to go to bed, and they don't want to have a strong aroma all over their body. You get me? They want to have mm-hmm. it, yes, for the feet, you need it for the stimulation and legs. But for the body, the full body, no, you don't want that. So Body Nanny is that second chance. If I had to do it again, that's, that, that's what I'm doing with that. Very simple, one scrub unscented, one cream unscented, four serums, and uh, seven soaking salts. That's it. And, and you can interact, you know, build your own experience. So, for example, say you had a cold or you had COVID and you got over COVID, right? And you have this congestion and you're tired. Everyone knows that eucalyptus is a wonderful essential oil for that. But serums are more intense because you can add other layers of oils to serums. Mm-hmm. You know, so you want, you want a person to be able to build their experience. Well, tomorrow you're going out and you're going to, I don't know, a little function and it's going to be several people there. And you just want some natural, um, say, immune boosting, which would be a vitamin C and a zinc. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows if you don't, those, those two type of um, uh, essential oils are uh, amazing for uh, natural, natural uh, immune system boosting. It doesn't boost it 100%, but it aids and it helps you add a barrier to your skin. And so these are things that, I kept, I really knew from my old-fashioned rub down with my mom and my grandmother's wisdom from that passed to her, I know a lot about old-fashioned remedies at work. And me and my family, my cousins, my, you know, everybody in Alabama, they know about that kind of stuff. So I just wanted to be able to bring it to, to the consumer and help them feel better. And so now with Body Nanny, when I started that one, um, some people felt, well, that's confusing. No, it's not. It's body nanny and it's foot nanny. It makes perfect sense that 
somebody would want to soak their body in a bath now bath, a, a tub with bath salts for the body. Now some people didn't even take baths and they didn't understand the value of a bath. I didn't take a bath, but now I have customers say, you know, I really didn't take baths, but now since you know we were on lockdown, I really got more into the baths and I really thank you for creating this line of products. So even if it's ten people that told me that, I know that's a thousand in my mind. Wow! Wow! Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Can you um, briefly talk about some of the products that you that you do offer um, online and at your spa? Well, for footnanny.com, it's lavender. The the top I kept the, all the ones that were the favorites of the customer mm-hmm. and part of the favorite thing, but that people actually know and understand. Lavender, peppermint, tea tree, eucalyptus, um, unscented olive. And uh, the man products, which is man, unscented, man, eucalyptus, and man tea tree. So mm-hmm. then, and then I did keep rose because people love rose. Um, the, it sounds like a lot, but it's really not because um, people say, well, what's the difference between man, unscented, and, and unscented? I said man. Well, what's, <laughs> the, what's, the, what's the difference in eucalyptus and man eucalyptus? I say man. And, people, and they go, well, what's the, I said, because when you have your stuff and he has his stuff, that's his stuff and that's your stuff. Also, right. from an online point of shopping situation, I know who's shopping. I don't know who's shopping if I just got eucalyptus. It could be anybody. But when they do eucalyptus right. and then eucalyptus, man, I love it. He got hers, his, and she got hers. Now, for a body, and I sell those online and I sell them some of those products in, in the salon. In the spa, rather. Mm-hmm. Body, body Nanny, um, I do have some things in the spa, which is the scrub, because people love the body scrub. And um, with Body Nanny, it's one scrub, one, well, actually it's two. It's unscented, and then it's the one for the holiday that we had, and then an unscented, but that's limited edition. And then one unscented cream. And we have four serums and seven soaking salts for the bath. And it's right. it's amazing. I mean, it's just an experience. It, it was it's a lot to get things simple. Now, Foot right. Danny also has a, does matching essential oils too, um, and we don't have many scrubs. Just about I think we have two, but that's about it. And now it's um right. it's going to be available. I do have a separate website for Body Nanny. You can buy Body Nanny products on FootNanny.com too. But I really thought that Body Nanny deserved its own website, and it's beautiful. So that's BodyNanny.com, and then you have FootNanny.com. And um, you can also purchase directly from Amazon. It's going to take us another maybe 30 to 60 days before you see all the products available on Amazon because Mm -hmm. it takes a while, you know, um, for them to get it. We're shipping, and it gives it some time to get it in in, Amazon. in the different locations, but it, it's all oh, working. Gotcha. I mean, it's a, it was yeah between November and now has been a very um, challenging time because of the changes, and my customers were used to uh, talking to somebody on the phone, but we there's no way with the volume of people that want my products, there's no way I can continue to have a call center. It's insane because uh, the call center. I don't I don't know how to say this, but call centers tend to want to pad your bill. They they don't answer questions because I don't 
want them to answer detailed questions. I just want them to take the message and, you know, send the message over. Some people want more than just that, but I can't allow an outside call center to have their personal information. So now we move into chat. Uh, at the end of the month, it will be 100% email, chat, or uh, we like chat because it's faster, you know, from the, on the website. You can chat really mm-hmm. easy. Um, the, you, what we also notice is that the, the postal service, um, they don't scan first class right away. First class can be maybe said accepted but it won't show movement sometimes until the product is out for the delivery. So you have a lot going on behind the scenes that consumers really don't understand, and they think that there's, there's something weird going on sometimes. Um, but a lot of times we're at, we're at the, the, you know, the mercy of the Postal Service. If they don't scan and show that that product was shipped, and the person where the movement is, sometimes I get someone that might freak out. Most of my customers are over the age of 50. So they're like, wait mm-hmm. a minute, where's my product? But now that the holidays have calmed down, it's better, but we still see that there's a delay with the first class. So instead of putting consumers through that, we decided to just, uh, when I say we, me and my team, decided to just, you know, I talk it out to them. I said, we just got to stop. We got to just go with Amazon, give them a great experience because Amazon can definitely get it. There. I order off Amazon all the time. And I yeah, know when I'm looking, I'm like, okay, when is it coming? Okay. Right. So now it's all since the pandemic, even if people didn't use Amazon, they were forced to use it because of the fact where you're going to get the stuff from. So now right. they've gotten a taste for that. They've gotten a taste for it, most people. So that's why. If small business owners are listening, you're probably experiencing some of the things that I have experienced because you're learning, you le- understand, you're, you're seeing that people are like really wanting to see a movement right away. You know, oh my God. So it's best to really look into it. And then some people say, you know, isn't Amazon a lot of fees? Not necessarily. I mean, you shouldn't really, if you're selling a product online, uh, it's hard to sell a product if it's not. Uh, you know, like on, like at a, at least twenty dollars. You know, it's hard. I mean, I don't understand what, if it's not at least twenty dollars. You got to know your numbers, because if not, you're gonna have to pay somebody to do it. The most rewarding mm-hmm. thing for me is to hear in the middle of the night that somebody just bought something. People shop online twenty four hours a day. A call center cannot handle that. Twenty four hours a day. People shop. I shop sometimes. I say, oh, God, I forgot to order. And I, I, at 2 o'clock in the morning, I'm like, whoop, whoop, whoop. And that's where we are now, just picking up the phone and just ordering something real quick. And, and, it's, and it's, it's just easier if you really try to partner with a, a company that can deliver for you. I mean, Walmart delivers too if that's what you want to do. But um, I chose Amazon. Mm-hmm. Hmm. To answer the question? Yeah, you did. <laughs> so let me ask you about your <laughs> let me ask you about your quiz. How important okay. is it for your for your customers to take that quiz? 
Very important because um, we added a quiz. I say we, me and my web web uh, developer. When the pandemic hit, I I say in 2019 it was at um, one level, but in 2020 it just exploded because of of course people were, you know, in the house and they were afraid to go to the salons and the spas. And a lot of them had closed, you know, because of the pandemic. So the questions were coming so hard. What should I do? What should I use for my feet? What do I? I said, okay, Andrew, it's time for the quiz. Excuse me, it's time for the quiz. We have to put this quiz up. I cannot answer every question. This is not fair. Even though I was home, it's not fair to the consumer at the time that they're shopping that they're not getting the answers they want. Who's up mm-hmm. at midnight on a computer answering questions? So I'm in Pacific time. So he he said, okay, I found one. So I dropped the questions, and I know how to position the products to answer um, the questions. What did you you said you took the quiz, right? Yeah, I took the quiz, and I'm trying to remember. <laughs> thought I, I screenshotted the products that they told me, and I was trying well, to answer. I can hmm? answer them. Okay. You probably I can answer them for you. You could say you probably okay. said you stood on your feet a lot. Uh huh. What was your What was it? What did you say? You stood on your feet a lot, and what else? Um, I'm trying to remember the question that they asked. Do you have um, calluses? Do you have calluses? No, no. Mm-hmm. But stand on your feet. I would. The quiz would have definitely recommended some type of mental, like a eucalyptus or peppermint it, situation. I, I probably asked did. your feet sweat. Yeah, if you have Man. sweaty feet, it w- it would recommend tea tree because tea tree um, actually absorbs um, a lot of sweat. Now, one thing I will say I will be adding, regardless of what anybody think about skews, I will be adding a foot powder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I will be adding that because there are some people that just need, it may not be like, woo, selling off the shelf, but I will need to add some type of foot powder to my line because of um, some of the things I'm seeing. I'm glad that I'm seeing clients again now and I can actually get out here and see what's actually happening. Another myth is Mm -hmm. that one myth I want to say is that everybody thinks uh, everyone wears gel polish on their toes and they don't. No, they don't. Most, no, uh, 90% of the people I do wear natural nails. It, It can really take a lot out of your toenails only because people tend to keep the toenail polish on longer. Um, So gel polish, you'll have somebody might go, I'm just saying, two months without taking that gel Mm -hmm. off. And then Mm -hmm. by the time you take it off, your nails are dehydrated. You need, you need, for me, I'm old school. You need a base coat. I understand there are products being made that don't have a base coat. Okay, that's fine. I'm still going to add a base coat. You really need a base coat to protect your natural nail from the nail nail polish. And as far as gel, you you can't get dehydrated. You don't want to dehydrate your toenails. If you do, it's good to back off the gel and go into natural polish for the summer. At least you can go outside with your toes and, you know, in some sandals and be fine. But in the winter, if you're in the snow or cold and you're wearing boots, yeah, I understand it. I get it. I get it. You want gel polish. But, again, find 
find, I, I use a, a vegan gel. It's a gel bottle. I use a vegan gel. Um, this one uh, nail tech friend told me about it. Custom T told me about gel bottle. I'm glad she did because that was a good one. And it's really easy to come off. A lot of brands out here are very oof, harsh to get off the toenails and the nails. So I did choose feet. And when I say foot nanny, I am foot care. I mean, I do have mm-hmm. some people come in and say, oh, can you do my nails? And I'll say, if you get a 90-minute service, I can kind of squeeze some in there while you, while you, you know, resting. But if it's simple, yes, but I really prefer focusing on feet. Gotcha. And that quiz and the quiz is the quiz is amazing. So I think I'm gonna add um something about dehydrated toenails to it also because mm-hmm. I have a cuticle a cuticle oil um that's that I've been testing for about a year, so I think it's ready by now. So I think that um I'm gonna add that too. Because I'm seeing what I'm seeing is necessary for certain things to happen. Mm-hmm. That's it. Hmm. And the quiz is powerful, and I and I love and I when I see the quiz, um, if you ever anybody out there that wants to add a quiz to their uh, website, regardless of it's hair, you know, makeup, I think every everybody should have a quiz. I really do. I think it should be a quiz because it can match the products to the customer's face or their or their hair, the scalp. Um, you know, it can. It's really for people. Really want help. Instagram yeah, has think, become. Go ahead. No, I was saying. I think it it helps the the customer to, you know, better zone in on what they actually need to be purchasing. You know, versus yeah. buying something, get it. It's the wrong color. It's the wrong product, and that kind of thing. Yeah. I think it cuts down on that kind of stuff. And I think you asked me something about social media, right? Yes. You mentioned it. So let's talk about social media. This is exciting. So all the stuff you talked about was exciting, but this I want to talk about. Instagram has become the yellow pages for service. People are looking at Instagram for service to see how a person is getting their hair done, how a person is getting their feet done, how a person is getting their nails, how the person is getting their makeup. It has become that. And because of that, People are looking for places to go to help them. They, it, it's finally caught up. That's what it is. Instagram is that. Now, to me, um, Facebook also, you have people that look at Facebook for service too, but also uh, people have formed a lot of Facebook, private Facebook groups to become, um, how do you say, some, some people get bitter and they want to talk about it and they go into these private groups and blah, 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 and talk, and that's something that they do. They also look for um, services on Facebook they can share with their friends, um, experiences. They're more Yelpy. It's like a Yelp on Facebook. Instagram, though, is definitely service. TikTok, I I would say, is service driven by videos, I I should say. Um, People really want help. I'm, I'm surprised no one came up with anything about cheeks, about your face, because this mm-hmm. maskiny is irritating. The fact that mm-hmm. you wear the mask so much that your skin becomes irritated and nobody's helping us. Nobody's telling us what to do. And I, I've searched and I'm like, I don't see anything. But um, 
I'm just saying, but people really do. And I have had customers. I say, how did you find me? That's what I do ask them. Oh, I'm a self-care guru online, and I love self-care. So our hashtags are important, too, and I must say I lack at that sometimes, but our hashtags are, are, are very important because people are actually searching for self-care, and they're doing consultations, looking at what you're doing, saying, I need that. I want that. Mm-hmm. Now, I find it interesting, though, a lot of hair, hair stylists that I see doing styles and hair on Instagram, there's very few in California. Most of them are everywhere else, you know, Texas, Florida, you know, Atlanta, but it's not as many. I don't know if that's because of the t- hashtags, but a lot of the videos are coming from a lot of other states. And I, and I think it's amazing, but the social media is big. I had um, one guy come in, uh, Derek Downey Jr., he calls himself the Squirrel Whisperer, and he came in, and I didn't know who he was the first time he came in. And he just asked me, oh, he paid for his service. He said, can I, can I just do a little footage? And I was like, yeah, it's okay. Don't show him everything I do. He said, okay. So I started working on his feet. And I didn't see him moving his hands or holding a phone up or nothing, so I didn't think, what? I didn't know what he did. So a few days later, he had did a surprise post and told people about Foot Nanny. And my followers grew uh, to about 2,000 additional followers. I'm going to explain that in a minute. The next time he came in, you know, it's his birthday coming up, and I said, please allow me to treat you because what you did for me at the kindness of your heart was really great. Well, he did it again. He just said to me, could you take a video of me kicking, you know, and I, and I said, okay, and then he kicked his foot up. And I was like, what was that? And then it was really funny, but he did this post again a few days later without me knowing dates. And that's the thing about posting authentically. When Oprah has posted me, I never knew what she was going to do. I never knew what was going to happen. It was never planned. People are like, oh, it must be planned. No, it's not. Because if it's planned, I would have a warehouse full of products ready for the hit. Um, when it's, uh, When he did that the second time, my followers grew 4,000 new followers. But not just the following, it was the interaction of the followers. It was the, the oh, my God, look at this service. I want that. Oh, my God, he told me to come. Oh, my God. The same thing happened with Oprah Post. When Oprah Post, it was, it was similar, but it was, it was different. It was more like, oh, I got people that were, identical to her beliefs, like live your best life. Oh my God, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm focusing on my purpose. They were just like true Oprah fans. And she sent me people just with the generous posts that I didn't know what's happening. Five weeks after she had been in, she sent people in directly to me that respected me, that wanted a service, that respected her, her, um, referral and they were just as happy that I was one of those type of people that the way they follow her and believe, I believe the same way. When he had his people come in, same thing, but even crazier. They actually came on and they were talking to me uh, more about what they saw, the service, his authentic, they said he is such a wonderful person 
He cares about animals. Oh, my God. And I guess he gives this advice while he's talking to the squirrels that people really cling to. And they were driving for hours, you know, like, ah, I drove two hours. But because he showed a video, she did a post at this this one particular time at my, at my spa. She did the post. He showed the actual foot video of his experience. And it was just amazing how social media now has actually become comfortable enough where people actually react and make appointments and come in and love it and come back. So it's hard. I look at some of the – I say that because there's influencers out there that have brands of their own, and before they started doing the brands of their own, they would post, I guess, brands that were paying them to post. It's a different reaction of followers when you have people that believe in you, believe in your recommendation, believe in the quality of the product. Now, sometimes I might have a glitch where somebody's product didn't arrive when it should have or whatever, but one thing they can say is the quality of the product is golden. That's the thing. Mm -hmm. The, The quality, I would refuse to let anyone send something out that's not right, I would rather them hold off and get it, we get it right before we send it to them. I can take a hit. I can take a, somebody's upset. But when it comes, and I can calm them, but when it comes to the quality of what you're recommending somebody that, that they're going to experience, and then your followers actually leave your page and come over to me and comment, follow Rue rah rah cheer for you. That's huge. And I used yeah. to see some influences. I would even check. Nobody even went to the page and saw the people's products because they felt it was staged. You know, it was paid for. It was no. It's not the same. It's not the same. I, I'm amazed. Wow. I've, I've had sent free products to people to try, and it was like, okay, try it, and nothing. But this was just authentic, and they. That's what people are at now. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm all for. Now I'm just gonna say I'm all for social media. Love it. Okay. Any last mm-hmm. words about um, foot care and um, and things that we need to be doing for foot care? I think I want to say foot care and then something for small business owners. Um, okay. Foot care is very important to take care of your feet. It's important to know that your feet deserve the same care as your face, your hair, your body. They deserve care. Um, At Foot Nanny and at Body Nanny, we care about the customer's experience, the quality of the products they receive, um, we care about the repeat customer. We care about the person that just shopped one time, you know. Even if a person spends $20, we care about your order. I don't want anyone mm-hmm. to ever think because I've gotten a, a foot spa. I don't know why I feel like I want to cry. <laughs> I don't want anybody <laughs> to ever think that because I have a foot spa on Rodeo Drive that that means that I don't care about your product or your service or anybody that shops. I care about you and everyone else. I'm just one person 
that owns a company that have some people that work for me, but the demand is so extreme that I'm praying for a, a partner to come in and help us <laughs> scale to a level that we need to scale to, but um, also keep in mind caring about the customer. Uh, I've had some people that say that, you know, ask me, are you going to sell your company like a lot of the other black-owned businesses? Mm-hmm. And I said, well, I think you have to understand the, the reason they probably sold their company is because a lot of people that have companies are not in service. They're just people that come up with an idea. And they may not be mm-hmm. a hairstylist, and they may not be a, a, a makeup artist, and they're not a nail tech. They're just a person at home that has a full-time job that can allow them to put money from the full-time job into a small business and, and scale it in the beginning, then knowing they're going to scale it to sale. That's, that's pretty much what a lot of people do. And I have always been African-American all my life, but I create products for everyone, and I want everybody to understand that that's how the goal, that's what my goal is and my direction. And I, I just want to say that I'm really looking for help because of the, the powerful demand of both of my body, the body nanny and the foot nanny. It's crazy. So as a small business owner, though, I want to say advice to whatever it is you're doing, you know, keep your day job now because a lot of stuff is going on right now. Keep your day job and whatever that product you want to do or that service you want to do, Start entertaining that and start doing that when you get home if you can or on the weekend when you're off, try to do that. And let's all just kind of buckle down and ride out these next few years because it is some very challenging times we're living in now, but keep visualizing, keep dreaming, don't give up. Um, Scale back on some things until you feel comfortable enough to and know that small business, we're the thriving, driving force of economy and we're not going away we're only getting stronger um i will be going to sacramento this week to speak to uh the congress con- uh, the constituents of california sharing my experience as a small business owner and the needs that i i have and and for others there's about 20 of us that are going that were invited to go so don't give up hold on be creative and know that most some of the most powerful brands were born during hard times, like Starbucks was born in a recession. So let's all dream and dream big and dream comfortable, <laughs> okay? And that's yeah, it. Don't give I up. Like Bring like it that. on. Comfortable. <laughs> if there's a problem, if there's a problem, you be the solution. Right. That's it. I love it. I love it. And last question. What's your definition of beauty? Mm. What's your definition of beauty? Feeling feeling good inside as well as outside. The inside you have to feel good and you have to feel beauty to me is a feeling of beauty, not an image that most people say you're supposed to have. It's an inner feeling. And when you feel good inside, you feel good outside. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. Nice. Love it, love it, love it. So what's next? Well, I'm happy. What's next for you? What's next for me? Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Well, what's next for me 
is um, for Foot Nanny the Rodeo, I want to really have a system in place that customers are actually investing in their wellness. So um, when they purchase products in the retail at the spa, they actually get a certificate to have a treatment for mm-hmm. themselves, or they can share that gift certificate with another person that they know that needs wellness. And I, and I know exactly where we are now. I'm very comfortable with saying that. I know some people think it's crazy, but you can think all you want. I've had mentors that guided me that way in the past, and I said, oh, my God, when I get to that point, that's what I want. I want to be able to be that place that you come to and just relax. I even want you to be able to take a nap if you feel like it. So I think that that's, um, <laughs> that's where I'm at. That's next. Nice. That's next. All right. Mm-hmm. Nice. Well, continue. So when you're in LA, when you when you're in LA, mm-hmm. just give me a jingle and I'll see if I can fit you in. All right. Hey, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna hold you. I'm gonna hold you to that one. <laughs> okay. You and your sister. That goes for okay. both. Okay. All right. Okay. Oh, I, I already that. assumed that went for both of us. <laughs> 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 this has been fun. Hey, can everybody listen yeah. to this right after we finish? Yeah. Yep. Oh my God. Everybody, Randy, let's go. Yeah. Absolutely. You can yes. um, give it about give it about like maybe give it about ten minutes and you can actually snatch it off the uh, off the page and post it snatch anywhere it. you want. Yes. Yep. Yes. <laughs> Okay, yeah. well, I'm going to be posting from Sacramento, so get ready, everybody. Okay. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Gloria. It has been fun Yay! catching up with you and yes! hearing all the great things yes. that's happening. So happy that you are. I hope I inspired and helped people. I'm sure you have. I'm sure you have. <laughs> um, and I'm happy um, just that you would be able to take some time just to share a little information with us um, and just, mm-hmm. you know, Help people out with mm-hmm. something as, as important as your feet. People don't think of it as being, some people mm-hmm. don't think of it as being that important, but I'm glad mm-hmm. you were able to kind of set some light on it for us. Yes. Have a blessed night. All right. You too. Thank Have a good night. Bye bye. Bye bye. Thank you so much to our guest, Ms. Gloria Williams, AKA the Foot Nanny. Um, thank you guys for tuning in um, and checking um, checking her out. Uh, we've known Gloria for quite a, quite some time, so um, I'm glad she was able to come along. She's been on the show before some years ago, but it was good to kind of catch up with her and see what she's been up to. So thank you guys for tuning in. You can check us out online on Instagram. We are beauty underscore talk underscore media. On Twitter, we are Beauty Underscore, and on Facebook, we are Beauty Talk Online. Thank you guys uh, for tuning in, and have a wonderful week. Have a um, beautiful and blessed evening. Good night, everybody. Good night.